High school football kicks off on August 26th, and Get Stuck on Sports will be there for all the action. Come on, hit the corner of the end zone! Jeff Heslop finds Anthony Renzo. 11 seconds left. The Mariners take the lead. 26 regular season games in nine weeks. Plus, playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes, playoffs. All on GetStuckOnSports.com. The place to be for high school football in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast for a Monday and football season. I'm gonna, it's officially Football's here. back, baby. Um, football Brady and, uh, is Dennis back. Hanging out at Marine City today. We're actually doing the show from the Mariners' first practice of the season. Yep, starting off a camp tour today. We're at uh, Marine City. Wednesday, we'll be at St. Clair. Friday, we're going to be at Marysville. Actually, we're recording next Monday's show on Friday as well. We'll be at Victory Day for Port here on High. Dennis will be doing that solo. I had prior engagements uh, with that, but... We figured Port here on high, nothing better to do than Victory Day. Oh, Victory Day is awesome, and we'll have a good time with that. And then next week, we will be at uh, Port here on Northern. I believe it's next Wednesday. And then at some point, we're getting up to Croslex. I don't know if it's going to be next Friday, but we'll be up there. Well, probably not next fri- that Friday because that's our golf outing, which how about that segue for you? Yeah. August 20th at the Elks. Time's running out to sign up. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Just go to our Facebook or our Facebook or Twitter. It's on there or our website. Uh, there's a tab that says golf outing. We're getting new teams signing up every day, so spots are running out. Just sign up. It'll be a fun time. Bunch of spirit wear. If you want to win some Marine City stuff, that'll be there. And then we'll have uh, these two weeks of gold flying by quickly. Mm-hmm. Then we'll uh, have uh, our uh, pre-season preview show. Then we'll be uh, into the picks. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, this Brady is, gonna, is so excited about this picks is gonna until go, he starts losing. Well, until I have to pick Emily City. But... <laughs> But no, it's gonna be it's gonna go fast and I guess the way it's gonna look is like each camp we're gonna be at, we're gonna talk to some players and do like a more of a team preview for that season, talk about them and then on I believe it's August twenty third is we're gonna have Brandon Folsom on. We're gonna do our football preview extravaganza, probably gonna be a pretty long show, gonna be a lot of fun and kinda do everything there and then yeah, we get right into it. Um just just programming note, at some point we're switching to Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday like we did last football season, but since the first couple games, there's games on Thursday and Friday, don't know. So <laughs> if in a couple weeks we put a show out on Tuesday, that's why. Um, yeah. And it's, Oh, yeah, one other thing. We'll get consistent. Yeah, one other thing. If you want to win some uh, Lions tickets, we partnered up with Kimball's Appliance uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, you go down, there's a post. All you have to do is like it and comment who you'd bring with it. And you're entered to win a pair of Lions tickets. And from what I'm told, they're really good seats, like, close to the field on the lower bowl. I don't know that for a fact, but I was told they were really good seats. So and Thanks to the folks at Kimball Appliance. Go see Junebug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's all everything. And uh, well, I think we'll have uh, Coach Letson on when we come back, right? Yep. We'll talk to the man in segment number one to get things rolling uh, here from uh, Marine City today on the Get Stuck on Sports Tri County Equipment Podcast. 
When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. 
Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. First day of football camp. We're live from Marine City High School, and we have Coach Darren Letson. Coach, first day back and really the first day of normal practice in two years. How's it feel? Yeah, it's 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 great. You know, we're we're back out here. Uh, you know, between the JV and the varsity, I, I firmly believe we have the the toughest kids in the school, whether it's mentally or physically or, or both, however you want to word it. I firmly believe we got the right right kids, the kids that we need in the program, and uh, they're excited to be out here. We're excited to be out here, and it feels great just to be out here with uh, with very limited protocols, uh, unlike last year. Now. You, this is kind of the first time you haven't had, like you said, limited protocols. You might have had a slightly different offseason where you didn't get as much time in the weight room, but you have a full camp. You're going to have a full schedule. As a coach, just how much less stress is that knowing you can go back to the way you've done things for 20 years? Oh, I, I, I think it's great. I, I blame everything that went on last year on Bob, Ron, and Tony when they <laughs> when, when they weren't around. I, I put everything I had to go through, the staff and the kids had to go through. I just... I blame it on them, but uh, uh, no, it's it, it's it's awesome. We we had a very good summer. Um, our, our kids took to heart right away when we got back on on January 9th with that with that defeat against a very good Frankenmuth team. They they took it to heart and uh, they've done an excellent job with with their bodies, getting their bodies in the right uh, right right frame, uh, what they need to be to compete. And uh, you know we're gonna see how far we can go with this thing here. Now we've been here at practice for about an hour and. You guys wasted no time. You were flying around from the first start. It seemed like you had the stations going on. Kids seem excited, really excited to be back out here. Yeah, they've been talking about it. I, I, I think when you get into May, you start to sense it a little bit. And Brady, you, you know, as a former player, you just you start to sense it's a little around the corner. And then you, you start your workouts more in June. You pick up and you come back after that dead week. Now in July, then you really, you really start to feel it. And especially the seniors, knowing this is their last. Right last go around their last opportunity to really make something and then as you creep closer and closer to that start date uh, in August whatever it is um, you just the, the sense of uh, urgency the sense of opportunity uh, the community starts talking about it more and more and and uh, last week you know in the evenings there we, we had the uh, the winds of, of, of fall or autumn a little bit to give you a sense of it but uh, we're excited uh, I'm sure every program in the state's excited right now. You know, every, everyone's zero and zero, and everyone's extremely optimistic, and and everyone's gonna you know do everything they can this week to get their stuff in and, and prepare and have their scrimmages next week, and the season kicks off in what 18, 19 days or, yep. or, or something like that. So it's it's a great time of year. It's it's a sense of newness. 
to the school year, you know, everything just, you know, everything starts to go and you just, you, you really feel the, the, the sense of excitement and, and, and stuff like that. Well, you mentioned your seniors. You lost a few really good players last year, but you're bringing a whole heck of a lot back, whether they're juniors or seniors. Yeah. You're going to have a very battle-tested team coming into this season. Yeah, you know, our, 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 our kids, especially in the key areas, obviously everybody knows we got Jeff back. Uh, a quarterback who was battle-tested right away as a sophomore. And then, uh, you know, we have the known commodities back with, with Charles and Wyatt, who are four-year seniors, uh, Carter Ames and, and Kyle Smallstig up front, and then you have Zach Tetler and Anthony Rafino and and, and Jacob Pincherick and, and, and others there that uh, had really nice years last year, and they're, they're expected to have even bigger years this year just having a year under their belt and, and knowing what everything's about. And, you know, I, I think when you go to August 27th, obviously that's our first game. It's going to be a little bit different too. I mean, let's be honest. You listen to some of these college guys talk. talk you know, they're, I don't want to say they're worried, but it's going to be different going in a stadium that's full again. You know, playing in front of a crowd, having the band there, the cheerleaders mm-hmm. there, and all that. There's, there's, there's going to be a you know a different feeling to that for the first game for everyone as well. So, you know, that stuff we're going to continue. We're going to talk about that this week and next week, and just try and make sure that when we walk in that stadium on the 27th, uh, that we're as mentally right as physically right. Well, you're, there's no easing into that for you. August 27th, you're one of the few Friday games in the state, and you open up against district rival St. Clair. That place is going to be a zoo at kickoff. How are you going to prepare your kids, and how much fun is that going to be? I, I think it's going to be great. Um, we, we're doing something a little bit unique, and I, I hope it stays that way going forward. Our, our JV is going to play before the varsity on that Friday, so essentially it's a it's a doubleheader, right, just like you would have in baseball. But, you know, I just thought in the, in the winter thinking about it, like why not try this? Why not uh, give this a go? Brought it up with the administrators. They, they love the idea just with the fact that uh, – you know, it's really the first time the St. Clair Marine City community here will get something back to normal in essence. Right. So we said let's do both in the same day and come get a ticket. You can watch two games. And the JV, I think the JV is going to get an opportunity to play in front of a great crowd, especially when the second half starts rolling around or goes on. More and more people will be coming for the varsity game. So it would be a great experience for them. It's going to be a an awesome experience for our kids and, and, and St. Clair's community. And, and, and hopefully there's not a seat left in that place. And around the fence it's, it's, it's full. And – uh, I, I suspect high school sports, because they're so pure and so raw uh, and so many people miss the opportunity to watch, whether it's a grandson or uh, uh, somebody they know in the community play or whatever it may be, I suspect you're going to see throughout the state very good attendance uh, throughout the school year. Well, and something you missed last year that's so you say pure is you didn't get to play St. Clair last year. Right. You right. Made a rivalry game that has been played for decades and yeah. decades, you missed it last year. Does that add a little extra something to the opener? Uh, I, I think it does because the kids. I, I think when you when you have something, I don't want to say we we took that for granted, but you when you have something and it's continual, you're you know you you may fall in a rut a little bit. And now when you don't have it, you're like, wow, this is a really neat uh, uh, experience. So it makes you take a step back. And man, I, I know our kids are excited. I'm I'm sure, and I'm very positive their kids and their staff is excited and. And it should be a great day. That's what that rivalry is about, and it's it's a unique that it's coming off of not playing last year. It's the first game. There's a lot of unique things to it, but uh, in the same aspect, it, it it should be a lot of fun, a great opportunity for both teams to showcase where they're where they're going to be headed for the season. So you look. You, I mean, obviously you're focused on week one, but you have some big games on the schedule this year. Obviously, the game with Marysville from last year was one of the best in the in the rivalry's history. 
you're hopefully going to actually get to play that game against Notre Dame prep. You're going to have some tough games on this schedule. You don't know what Warren Fitzgerald's going to be. You caught him at the beginning of last year. It's You're going to have some tests this season. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, our, our, our kids know, and, you know, part of our job as a staff is make sure our kids stay a little bit straight-laced here with, you know, they're, they're not foolish. They know what, what we have coming back and the fact we had some success last year in that. But at the same point in time, you know, it's a, it's a new year. You know, every team has some – has some new pieces and some new additions to their team or some things they may do different or be able to do better. So you can't really rely on, on, on just what you have coming back. I mean, you got to play the schedule. You got to play each week as it's, as it's a new week, a different week. You, what's uh, dabble Sweeney say at, at, at Clemson, they're just trying to go one and oh, and that's all we're going to try and do each week is just go one and oh, and see how far we can get. How much does it help that you had a lot of young players? I mean, you mentioned all the sophomores that are coming back that are now juniors, obviously the seniors, that went through such a weird year. That helps that now that they have a normal year, their leadership's different, they can adapt to anything. Yeah, and, and I, you know, that last year, take football the equation. I mean, those kids that endured that, whether they played football, basketball, cross country, golf. Right. You know, those kids that, that, that took it out and still competed and didn't fold because of it, they're going to be better off 10, 15 years down the road just understanding what it's like to persevere and, and be resilient. And, and when something doesn't go right one day, they they can look back and realize what they got through that that 1920 or 2021 school year, whatever it was, to, 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 you know, to, to make the best of things. So it was a great learning lesson for everyone. Hopefully, uh, you know, I know we got some things going on now. Hopefully that subsides and and everyone can have have what they want here going forward. Now, last question before I let you yeah. get back to practice. Um, your staff, obviously, we talked about it last year, but let's talk about it again because during this 10 minutes or whatever we've been talking, just right behind you I'm watching practice. It's going on as smooth as ever. How nice is that, that you can just step aside and talk to, to us blowhards and be able to know <laughs> that practice is going on fine right behind you? Oh, it's great. I mean, there, there's so much experience between those guys out there, playing experience and coaching experience, and when Coach Scar comes back uh, later this week and, and Coach K comes back next week, uh, it, it, it just relieves a lot of stress knowing you can you can do whatever, you know, to uh, allow those guys to go coach. You don't got to look over your shoulder. You don't got to – you don't really got to worry about much, you know. You just know things are getting handled. It's a very it's a very comforting feeling. All right, well, thanks, Coach. Get back to practice. And, uh, well, if I don't see you before, then I'll see you on the 27th. All right, thanks a lot, guys. It's Th great you're doing this. Thanks, Coach. Well, that was Coach Darren Letson, Dennis, obviously, because our headset wanted to work last time when we had Coach LeGrow on, and now it doesn't work when we have Coach Letson on. But anyway, uh, you know, you can tell he's excited. This practice, even though it was like 82 degrees and muggy at 8 a.m., they're flying around. They're ready to go. Yeah, they came out. Uh, obviously, uh, they knew what they were going to do in mm -hmm. advance. Uh, it... it uh, you know, we got here uh, even before the, the players came out. And as soon as they came out, it was like everybody was prepared. They knew where they were supposed to be going. They knew what drill they were going to be running. Like, they were ready to, to go. They're so organized here at Marine City. 
And there's a reason why they consistently do the things that they do. There's a reason why they consistently win seven or more games every year. There's a reason why they consistently win league titles. There's a reason why they consistently go to the postseason. And there's a reason why they've won state championships. We're sitting in front of the trailer they have uh, at their practice field that has their playoff and league champs. And they still haven't updated it. And it's still basically filled to the brim they can update it because there's no more room to put the playoff appearances or league champs yeah they stopped at 2017 and i'm going to tell you they made it in 18 19 and 20 (laughs) yeah um but i mean he mentioned some of the players and we're going to talk to some of them in a bit but obviously i mean charles tiger was a kid that for the first four weeks of last season i assumed was a senior because he was just that good but he was a player that didn't really put up gaudy numbers because he didn't need to. I mean, in a lot of those games, he was out by halftime. Yeah, and this is a team, at least last year's squad, and most of last year's squad will be this year's squad, that they didn't need one guy to to do the workload. They can spread it around and give touches a few touches to a lot of people mm-hmm. rather than a lot of touches to a few people. Um, and they have had, in, in the past, they've had guys that put up gaudy numbers. Yep. But last year's team didn't need it, and I'm not so sure this year's team's going to need it either. Uh, I think you're going to see uh, this year uh, uh, a lot of uh, guys that are really good players. Like You'll see most of the Marine City games right. that we do this year, Brady. You, you know how this will go. You'll have a, They'll do well, and they'll have a lot of guys contributing, and then at the end of the night when you look at the stat page, they'll be around – 50 yards, 60 yards will be their leading rusher. But those kids that are getting 50 and 60 yards could get 160 yards playing someplace else because they'd be getting 15 to 20 touches a game. Yeah, and then, I mean, you mentioned mentioned guys, Zach Tetler, uh, 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 Rensel, Rafino, Heslop, Tigert, all guys, and that's not even the the whole list. Um, But those are guys that, like you said, they might get 250 rushing yards as a team, and one kid will go over 100, and that's because he broke a 70-yard run. And I, I one thing else that is going to help a ton, I mean, Jeff Heslop was se- looked seasoned last year. He's going to be scary now with a whole season behind him, only a junior, and a bunch of weapons around him. If you're a defense game planning for Marine City, good luck. Yeah, and two games really helped him last year, I think. Obviously, what happened in the Marysville game – uh, for a sophomore quarterback to lead a drive like that, yep, um, that's going to help him. And you want to know what? The loss at Frankenmuth is going to help him yep. because now he knows. Now he knows what level he has to rise to if you want to win in the playoffs. And I think uh, you mentioned how that helped him, that uh, helped this Marine City team. I'll, let's be honest. They were kind of dominated at the line of scrimmage in that game. In the second half, they were blown back, and they couldn't get their guys with speed into space to make it work. And that was the big difference. And I think, like Coach Letson said, they took it to heart. You see some of these kids and how much they've just gotten bigger over the offseason. Coach Letson telling us some of the numbers their kids are putting up, and you're going, that's just gaudy. Like, that's those aren't high school numbers. And that's where they're going to make the biggest difference is if you get kids with this athleticism and – be able to push guys off the ball come district finals, regional finals, semifinals, this team could make the run to Ford Field if they can 
get that kind of play from an offense or defensive line. You know what's a lot of fun about these guys um, is you look back at last year and how crazy everything was, Mm -hmm. and it didn't really affect them because they're so good. They have so many athletes, so many skilled guys. They were able to adapt and get things done. Now this year they get to go in the right way and get to be prepared for it, and that makes them – almost even scarier well yeah and you mentioned last year part of the thing that helps them is the same thing you started off talking after the interview with is just the program they knew what was going to happen it didn't matter if, if they started in august they took a break and or if they did it in january they knew what a practice was going to be like and they know the expectation and that's been built up over the last quarter century yeah you know, and the the staff here again i can't keep stressing um, what's going on here. And, and, again, credit to the players, mm-hmm. okay? Tim Lolito is teaching you how to play the line. You're a high school kid. Guy played in the NFL. Real yeah. easy to get starstruck yeah. and get, oh, you know, but no. He's just a guy teaching you how to do your job the best way you can do your, your job. And for them to be able to adapt it and get past the, oh, this guy's an NFL guy right. and just, this guy's coach and he's just teaching and the other thing about it is, and it might sound like a simple thing, but it's a big thing, especially in high school sports. All coaches preaching the same thing. Having an entire staff on the same page. I know in all your years, you've seen staffs that aren't like that. Some guys have different ideas, and you have a lot of talented teams that don't do anything because they're on different pages. This team is on the same page. I mean, I always say you could go to sixth grade and there's going to be ten kids that could tell you it, uh, half of the playbook for Marine City. Well, we were just recently talking to a coach who told us one of the first things that they had to do was kind of clean house. Yeah. Um, they had to get everybody in the program at all levels doing it the way they were going to do it on varsity. Um, otherwise... Yeah, how, how can you succeed? When, when Walt Braun was at Marysville, the, the, the JV wasn't doing it different from the varsity. Right. The, the, the eighth graders weren't doing it different from the other levels. Uh, everybody does it the same way right away so that when you get to the top of the chain and, and you're playing varsity football, you already know what's going on. So you can come out to practice on yeah. the first day of practice, and you know what drill you're going to run. I know we've talked about this uh, a couple times already, but I just the one thing I love about watching these practice, everyone's doing something. There's no standing around here. I mean, they're, they're always breaking off into smaller groups or if they're doing team stuff. It's, it's a high-energy practice, and, well, the kids seem to be excited. Again, it is hot and it is muggy, but it, it, it's so good to have football back now. Yeah, and, and, and what you mentioned high-energy practice because what's worse than a boring practice? And if you're bored at practice, you're not doing things the right way. Uh, right. Whereas if it's go, 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 there isn't really time to, to think. It's just and practice goes quicker, too, when you're moving all the time. Right. And uh, obviously, you know, coach and the players, they're focused on St. Clair. We have the ability to sit back and kind of look at the season as a whole. Um it's going to be, It's at least looking at their schedule, they are going to have some tough games, but it seems like it's either going to be feast or famine with their opponents. They're either going to be a game we're going to go, all right, this could be a tough one this week, or all right, Marine City W, all right, let's see who they play yeah, next week. I think you can go on most teams' schedules, though, and kind of go like that. I mean, it's not a mystery. Some right. programs are ahead of other programs, uh, and that's been since 
there's been high school football right uh, or any level of uh, of football for that matter so you're going to have that but um the what is the tougher thing to predict in football are the things we don't know like and you know that's going to happen in week one there's something we don't know about somebody and we think a certain way about them and they're going to show us that that's not true (laughs) because there's somebody we don't know about and what team has three JV kids that developed over the summer that did that have become a, a big time player, but we haven't seen them because you know maybe last year they're five ten, 150 pounds. They they put the time in the weight room. Puberty helps them out a bit. Now they're six one one ninety, and you go, that's a much different player that even the coaches weren't counting on a year before. Yeah, and, and so and, until we sort all of that out you, you kind of go into some things and you can look at it and go okay I think they're going to win this game uh, right. I think this game's going to be tough and then it might turn out being exactly the opposite mm-hmm. the game you thought wasn't going to be tough is the tough game and the game you thought might be tough maybe isn't as tough well I mean I think just on paper right now if you're looking at the preseason again you don't know what teams are going to be like Everyone kind of has that week nine against Notre Dame prep circle. Didn't get it last year. Actually cost Marine City a home playoff game against Frank Move if they would have won that game. Uh, Marysville and St. Clair, those are rivalry games. Throw the records out the window. I mean, you, I can show examples of back in the day Marine City teams that maybe didn't have a great uh, season that beat Marysville. St. Clair almost upset an undefeated Marysville team a few years ago. So those games – you know they're going to be rivalry games. And then the only other game I would say is, I mentioned a coach, is Warren Fitzgerald because they had a lot of athletes last year. Uh, I think they had a pair of twins that I think they were the West brothers were are gone now. And when they played Marine City, you could tell they had the players to do it. COVID just hurt them a lot because they didn't have a lot of plays in. Well, they, yeah, they had kind of a complicated spread offense, mm-hmm. and you, you could tell that they hadn't been able to work on it very much and then later in the year when they got to the Marysville game and what was that double overtime yeah. and, and Marysville it had was to come an back. absolute thriller um yeah so I mean sometimes the schedule helps you too in in that regard uh it's it's not always uh, who you're playing but when you're playing them yeah so all right well we'll uh we'll round this off and we'll talk to a few players hopefully here in a minute but uh Dennis, just one other one other thing to be back out in a football. Yeah, practice. one other thing too that coach brought up that uh, is interesting, and I, and I think after the first week the kids will will adjust. But he is right when you first go out this season and the band's playing and the full crowd is there, that will take probably a, a, a quarter, maybe even a half I mean, for some kids to get used to again. Over under five thousand people at that. Oh first yeah, game. Spe- yeah, especially when you're going to open with a game like that on a Friday too. So. People from not St. Clair and Marine City, if they want to go, they can go. But sounds like you better get there at like 4.30. Yeah, anybody that can squeeze in. And then you're going to play the, the JV game before it, and people are going to stay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, uh, I'm doing that game. That's our well our third game. But that's what I've been saying is going to be kind of like the kickoff to normal high school football. Because, I mean, not that we don't have two fun games before. We have You have Marysville Northern. I have Richmond-Clintondale where they're dedicating the field to, to Coach Coker. But this is like the rivalry game that you missed out on last year. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, yeah, that's going to be an absolute zoo. And I might have to get there two and a half hours early unless I want to park at, like, St. Clair High School and walk there. 
All right. We'll uh, take a, a break here, and then we'll uh, come back with uh, more from uh, day one of uh, practice. We're in Marine City. Later in the uh, week, we'll uh, make uh, stops at uh, St. Clair and Marysville. Uh, and then next week, uh, we'll hit uh, PH, Northern, and uh, Croslex. So uh, over the next two weeks, we'll get a look at uh, six of our big programs. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. 
That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Back here at Marine City Football Camp Day 1, we're here with now Charles Tigert. Charles, I was telling you before you got on, I thought you were a senior last year just because your play on the field and the way you handled yourself just a junior now you're back for your real senior season and lucky for you you get a full one how's it feeling you ready to get uh football going oh we're all ready to go we all just want to win we want to have more wins than we did last year that's the goal well hopefully i mean you'll get that opportunity you guys open up with a big one rival you didn't get to play him last year st Clair. how how ready are you for that i mean that's an easy one to circle for your opener no yeah, all, all we want to do is go out there and compete and do our best. I feel like we prepared pretty good this year, and just all, all it's about is what the score is at the end of the game. Now, last year you had, you know, ups and downs. You, you, did, you started it like this last year, and then five days in got cut off at the knees. Didn't know when you were going to restart. How, like, just tell me a little bit about how much different and how difficult last year was not knowing when you were going to play or not. Oh, last year, in my opinion, I think it helped a lot of people. Built a lot of character for everyone, especially like going on with life. Mm-hmm. And just it helped everyone out in the long run. Yeah, so you talk about building character. How hard what for you personally, whether it was at camp or when after you beat Denby, win your district 50th playoff win in Marine City history, and then you, you get told you're not playing and you don't know when. For you, how was that? Oh, for me personally, it, it sucked. I know everyone else on the team was mm-hmm. – had the same thoughts but during the time we all got together and we ran condition left we just did everything so how does that help you and then you obviously went to the frankenmuth game and didn't go the way you wanted but you played a game in january uh, i mean coach lutzen has kind of said that has helped you guys get motivated ready for this year i mean i'm assuming yes i mean i've just looking at you guys from last year a much bigger stronger football team yeah not many people would say they played a game in january <laughs> ever but I think it's going to help a lot of kids. Like you said, a lot of kids got bigger which because after the game, we like know how we lost. We didn't lose because of athleticism. We lost because of our size. And mm-hmm. so a lot of kids put on some good size. Hopefully that helps us out this year. How much of a motivator is that, that you know that you had a fairly young team last year? I mean, you're bringing a lot back. Obviously, you lost a few key pieces, but a lot of that back, 
How much of a motivator is that knowing that you weren't too far off last season? Mm, it not really, because we gotta like we always have a target on our back, and we mm -hmm. can't like take anything for granted. We just gotta be ready to play every night, especially being in the Marine City program. Everyone wants to take us down. Okay, and like, last question before I let you go back. I mean, just how much fun is it to be back out here? You don't have to go through a ton of protocol. You're just back out here playing football, getting ready for a game against one of your biggest rivals. It's awesome. Nothing's better than this. Awesome. Thanks, Charles. Go back and uh, good luck this year. Thank you for having me. No problem. Brady there talking to uh, Charles Tigert. Excellent example, uh, Brady, of a, uh, a kid that could be a 2,000-yard rusher. Oh, yeah. But he's got other things to do for this football team. And I and I should have asked him about it looking back on it, but I didn't, just about his role and how he really gets it. He understands he doesn't need to be getting 30 touches a game because, one, if you use him all the time, then he gets keyed on, and then defensively it's easier schematically. But also, he has a ton of talent around him and it seems like he gets it and he understands I mean when we went up to cross Lex before the basketball season last year you could hear all the players parroting Lance Campbell Charles Tiger just parroted everything coach Letson said in his first interview and yeah that's the sign of a program that knows what it's doing well and here's the other thing we're talking about a kid that the is three-dimensional they use him on defense, and they want him out there on that side of the ball probably more than they want him. Necessity, they don't need him on the offensive side of the ball until they need him. Plus, right. he's special teams. He's out there returning punts. He's out there returning kickoffs. Well, I mean, you can't talk about Marine City football and not talk about that stupid starburst return because when I had to deal with it, it was awful. It's a headache because, okay, Little football nerdy X's and O's. As a kickoff team, you can do it a couple different ways. You can go down and you go, okay, Dennis, you got number one. Brady, you have number five. Whoever, Andrew, you have number 10. Bobby, you have number 21. And when they all huddle up, wherever they go, you, go, you have to go tackle them. But then that's putting a one-on-one -on, -one on a really good defender. and Or you put two guys on them and you just go, you two tackle whoever has it. That's that works, but then that spreads it out. Or you can try to zone it and go just run down the lanes and figure out and like take out your lane. If a guy comes with you, like carrying it, tackle. That's not a good idea either. And that's why you don't see anybody kick deep until well until the playoffs happened. And I guess teams just didn't do their homework because the two starburst returns I saw got returned for a touchdown. Well, here's the the thing, though. There isn't any film on it because all season long, everybody they play who plays against them a lot kicks the ball short, doesn't give them the opportunity well, to do it. If everyone, so if you're Frankenmuth or, or Denby, Denby or, or whoever, you, you haven't actually seen them do it, and you might not know about it, and then that's when they get well, you. Well, if anyone if – if I'm looking at film and nobody's kicked it deep all year, I go – Maybe there's a reason, or why do they have four return men back there? But that's just something that it's hidden yardage that Marine City gets every game. Okay, so you want to kick it short. One year when we played them, we just did an onside kick every year because our thought was, they're okay, we can squib it and they'll get it ten yards further back, or we can go for an onside kick and maybe we'll get a chance to recover it and. We'll, we'll give up an extra 10 yards if it means we have a chance to recover it. But when you get to start every drive at the at the opponent's 40 or better, or your own 40 or better, 
How much easier is that for a team? Yeah, when, when you have uh, the type of offense, too, that they have, and you only have to go half the field. That's also another reason why Marine City might not impress you with its stats. But the, the, the stat to look at for the Mariners is scoring average mm-hmm. um, because that's, that's legit. Um, and they, they just, again, yardage isn't what I look at when I'm looking at Marine City football um, because I know that if they had to go the length of the field, a la the Marysville game, they yeah. can. Yeah, and that's the other thing is, you know, I think I talked about it with uh, Coach Furman. Uh, some people think, oh, the, the wing tee's antiquated. It's it's not a good offense anymore. It's so 1980s, just old school. Marine City runs the wing tee, but they also put a modern spin on it. They, they can spread it out if they need to. Jeff Heslop can sling the ball around, and he has weapons to do it to. If they need to put three receivers out wide, they have no problem doing it and throwing for a few downs in a row. Yeah, uh, and they've always had kids that could do it back there. Uh, again, uh, they've always had quarterbacks at uh, Marine City that if you need to go that route, they can. I mean, uh, Brendan Kay. Yeah, uh, also they, they, part of the coaching Brendan, staff now. Brendan Kay didn't turn around and hand the ball off on every down. No. You don't get to Cincinnati. And, and by, he had good backs yeah, to do that to. By just handing it off. So, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's kind of like pick your poison. We were talking off the air about how you really go about defending it. Okay, like I said, you can stack the box and try to plug up all the gaps, but then they get to the outside. They have speed. They're not just a bunch of bruising backs, which kind of when you think of the wing T is at least old school is a little bit what you think of is – you know, Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler, three yards in a cloud of dust football. That's not what this is. It's the wing T, but it's get them out in space. It's create the holes and let them go. And clearly it works. Clearly it's hard for people to defend. Um, I, the, the spread offenses are fun to watch, but in, in high school football and even in college football, Brady, a lot of spread offenses are running offenses. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. I mean, okay. Well, usually, when you get better athletes, the way it does is it gets you more one on ones. Uh, it gives you the option for the quick hitter with the screen, things like that. But like you look at like what Oregon ran under Chip Kelly and the the first real big spread offense. It's a lot of the same concepts of the wing T. It's just okay. I have more guys that can run, and I you know yeah, you have a college level quarterback. I can do. I can just move people out more and get more one-on-one opportunities. The speed and space you hear about, but no. When Marine City runs it, like they run what they need to. Like they have their base stuff, and if they only need to run seven plays, they're only going to run seven plays. Yeah, and and um, again, like I, I watch Elmont did this really well uh, a few years back when they played. Uh, Marine City in a playoff game at East China Stadium. Uh, they are a wing T offense, but for for that game, they didn't put anybody in the backfield. They put their running backs in slot positions mm-hmm. and have did a lot of jet sweeps. It's a it's a versatile offense. You, you can change it up and work from it. It doesn't always have to be that traditional look uh, that you get when when you see a, a wing T. You can be flexible with it, and you can make easy adjustments, and then go back 
to what you traditionally do in the second half, and you can get teams just completely out of whack. And the biggest thing about a uh, Marine City or a wing tee that the heart of the biggest headache for defenders is one guy messes up and it's out the gate because it's a very disciplined man-oriented offense or defense that you have to run on. It's like, okay, your defensive end, quarterback goes out, you have the quarterback, linebacker, you go. Um, And it's all about just sticking with your guy, and for one second a guy peeks, oh, I think I might get the guy on the dive, it's off on the outside zone, and it's gone. You know, in segment one we talked about consistency too, uh, Brady. What's another thing that you always see Marine City kids do well? Carry out their fakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've never seen a team more consistent at doing it the right way. Uh, and, and it's tough. Uh, in the broadcast booth, how many times do you find yourself in a Mariner game correcting yourself going? A ton. You know, oh, they, they, they give it to Tiger. Oh, no, wait, sorry, that was Rensel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, putting together, like, highlights and demos and stuff with Marine City games is hard because you're like, oh, that was a good play, but I thought the other kid had the ball yeah. for 10 for <laughs> ten seconds of the play, and it's I sound like an idiot, but and it doesn't help that, you know, they, their uniforms and their look is clean, but as a broadcaster, they suck. <laughs> like I like like as a fan and just a football guy, I like their uniforms. I, the I do, orange I and black look. I, I prefer when they wear white, though. As a broadcaster, <laughs> oh my goodness, do the Marine City uniforms suck? And it's also because at East China Stadium, it's so dark. And it's like, okay, is that one four or seven that has the ball yeah, right now? The, the the numbers do uh, look very similar. And you're further back at uh, East China Stadium than at a lot of uh, other places from where the the press box is from the field. Like Memorial Stadium, sometimes I feel like I could reach out the window and pat the guys on the helmets <laughs> as they run by. You're not that close, but you feel like you're right on top of it. East China Stadium, you're, you're back further. You've got the track, then you've got the stands, mm-hmm. and they've got to have a lot of stands because a lot of people come to the game. And they're not as steep either, so it pushes you yeah, farther and, back. Yeah, and, and so you're, you're kind of way back, and then they've got those black jerseys on, and yeah, it, it's the... It's well lit if you're on the field, yeah. but fr- from back at the distance, the, there's shadows on that field when you're watching from, from back in, in the press box. Uh, and, and plus, I'm getting older, so you know. <laughs> your eyesight's going <laughs> my, a bit. My, my eyes aren't, aren't what they, they once were, but it, it, it's, it's a tough game, and Brady found out very quickly that I was sending him to East China Stadium every chance I could get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, Marine. Plus, you have to sit next to Bill. Come on. Oh, yeah, that, that, that is fun. <laughs> That's always a hoop. But, no, this Marine City team should be a lot of fun. And, I mean, we can hammer home all the reasons why, again. Uh, a bunch of options. They're just so disciplined. And part of that, and I don't think we've mentioned yet, they don't take a lot of penalties. They don't hurt themselves. How often do you see a Marine City team just drop a snap or fumble a handoff? Oh, that bee is struggling on your computer. Uh, right they, now. they did a lot of wasp spray on the uh, the equipment. <laughs> We're over by some uh, tackle dummies and things and uh, oh. some sleds, and they had they had to spray them <laughs> down to get the wasp out of there. That wasp is. Uh, it looks yeah. like he drank some of the potion. <laughs> anyway, but how often do you see a Marine City team fumble a handoff, drop a snap, take a dumb 15-yard penalty? Very rarely comparatively to other teams. And that's why they don't lose that often. And when they do, you can probably find a play like that 
in the game. Or, I mean, it doesn't happen often. They just played a team that had maybe more talent or was as good as them. Like how there's when was the last time you were like, oh, Marine City just got upset. The last one I can think of off the top of my head, and it turned out really not to be that much of an upset, is when they lost to Northern like six years ago when you were doing that game. I, I'm going to tell you what I did do that game, and uh, I I was very surprised. That was the year that I think the Mariners started 0 and 4, and they almost made the playoffs. Yeah, they 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 won their next four. Uh, after starting 0 and 4, and their first four games were, were ridiculous. Yeah, it was they like Marysville when they went 9 and 0. Yeah. Detroit Loyola, that's like the best D7 school in existence. And I can't remember the other team, but um, Northern and, and somebody else really good. Uh, Might have been Madison or somebody who was. Yeah, really I think it was year. Madison when they were up, and then they lose in double overtime to Gross Point North. Like okay, but they, the, the point being though. They don't lose to teams with lesser talent. They don't play down to their competition hardly ever. Yeah, they're, they're always prepared. And again, goes back to coaching mm-hmm. and goes back to consistency. They're always prepared for their opponent. They, they know who they're playing and what they have to do to get the job done. And they go out and they execute. Yes, they, they, and they don't waste time either. They, I think uh, the one game where I was like, ooh, they're struggling a bit was uh, Hazel Park last year. And the guy we just talked to, Charles Tiger, went into quarterback just for a series, just to switch it up. It was actually 0-0 at the end of the first quarter against Hazel Park, and I went, uh-oh. Or do we do we have something here? Halftime it was thirty five nothing. They figured it out. <laughs> figured and, it, and out. it was just one one series with the Tiger at quarterback, and they used his legs, and it just completely discombobulated Hazel Park. And then it was the floodgates just rushed open. And that's the other thing: no panic. Mm-hmm. The, the, this is a program you you don't see them panic. They they remain calm. Coaches remain calm. Players remain calm. And then you get the drive. Mm-hmm. The one thing I did like, too, that what Charles Tigert says is he was very self-aware, and I think he was speaking for multiple guys. He goes, when we lost to Frankenmuth, we were as athletic as them. They were just bigger than us. And that self-awareness, being able to look yourself in the mirror and go, this is why we lost, we weren't good enough at this, is huge. And not going, well, I don't know, or, oh, we got screwed, or whatever. That is big in developing a championship-winning culture. Yeah, under understanding um, your your strengths is one thing. Mm-hmm. Understanding your weaknesses and knowing what you have to get better at is a huge step towards winning a championship. Yeah, and again, because we're the idiots, we're the ones that uh, you know. Coach Rice always complained at Cardinal Mooney. Oh, he's getting us nervous, <laughs> telling us how good this Marine City team is. I don't know. I just think that they have as good a shot as any team to make a deep, deep playoff run. Brady, you know better than anybody how I feel about hype yeah, and, and how angry I get sometimes. Brady's got to listen to me uh, before we record programs while we're setting up, and I'll be complaining about listening to a Tiger game, and, and they're telling me that a guy swings like Barry Bonds or runs in the outfield like Willie Mays, and I'm thinking, this is a guy been in the minor leagues for eight years. He isn't that good. Just shut up already. Yeah. Uh, and so you know if I'm hyping it, it's because I actually believe what I'm telling you. 
Yeah, and the other thing is, again, something we can do as, as broadcasters and, and in the media that I'm sure coaches and players get annoyed when we do it, but we can look ahead and see like what a potential path would look like, and you know I love uh, the, the bracketology. Yeah, you love I love that. Looking at that. And if, if their district last year was anything to compare of, they would have a fairly – easy ride at least through the first round because last year they were far and away the best team in their district and now with Almont they dropped down to division six this year that's another team that has been a thorn in their side they, they've gone back and forth they've won some they've lost some but that's a game that you don't have to worry about this year yeah and that's that's a really interesting point too because if the Mariners had to say take Marysville's path mm-hmm. through the postseason a, a little more difficult and, and you might go well you know they're good to this point but then they'll have to get past this team right and get past this team um and where they've been in recent years you don't get that game until Frankenmuth yes and Frankenmuth lost a lot I mean the other big d5 team that everyone talks about is Grand Rapids uh, I think South Christian is the one um and, and- generally you're going to get them Semifinals, finals. Right. You get the, once you get to the the final four or whatever. Once you get past a regional, it's like, all right, let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Unless you're playing like a generationally good team where anyone in the state goes, oh yeah, they're really good, like a Cast Tech or a or an Orchard Lake St. Mary's. But yeah, Frankenmuth is probably the one block the team they lost to last year. That's probably the one like we've seen it with other teams. Is that's going to be the game that everyone just kind of goes. This might be where one of the teams loses their run. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, this is this is what I believe about that. Um, I can tell you right now, going into the season, I'm fairly confident about this Marine City team being really good. Fairly confident about Crosslex being really good, and then the rest of the area is a wait and see for me. Yeah, because you have a lot of a lot of young guys that need to step up and not saying that any of them can't. We just don't know. Well, but, we know we'll have other right. good teams. I'm just not sure in the mix right. which teams those are. And, like, with Marine City, there's a lot of proven commodities on this team. And last year some other teams are like that. But, I mean, last year they were a young team. And, like you said, that Frankenmuth game was a big learning experience for them. And I think they, they understand that and they knew and – I mean, Dennis, they have gotten bigger and stronger and faster, and they're ready to go for this year. All right. uh, We'll take a uh, break here. We still have a segment to go from uh, practice out at Marine City as we uh, start our tour of the football camps here on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. 
Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 8 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast from Marine City uh, today. Uh, hanging out at uh, practice. Um, Busy practice. You, you've, done, you've done a lot of these uh Brady as as a, a player and you just keep telling me that this practice is different from other practices that you see. I mean this is as close to going to high school practices as I've seen to a college level practice. Like it just just again the tempo, everyone's doing something. And again, it helps like I know some 
programs. You can't do that if you're a small school and you only have three, four coaches on your staff. It's just not uh, possible. But, again, that's one of the advantages of Marine City is you have, what, six, seven varsity coaches and not just, like, guys helping out there to help run drills, get back. You have guys with football knowledge that have played at the highest level and the one, like, I mean – Coach Letson's been around for 20-some years. Like we said, last year he was a first-year head coach. Did it, did it feel like Marine City had a new head coach? Or did it just feel like – It just did, felt like Marine City because that's the other thing they do. Pick a guy off their staff. He can be a head football coach. Right. And do a good job. Yeah. Um, and so and that's kind of what they do when you look at the, the line of coaches is that when they have to replace a coach – it's somebody else who has been on the staff for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, another guy that's been around on the staff a long time, Dave Friend. He runs this defense, and the defense always seems prepared. And that's another thing you can say about Marine City. They are always prepared for their opponent. You Rarely, rarely does something happen to them and they don't know how to handle it. Yeah, well, you've got uh, two NFL guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, a, a couple of former head coaches uh, on the uh, the, right. the staff. Um, you've got uh, Dave Friend, who could be a head coach. Uh, and, and, you know, who knows? Who knows when when Letson's done, if Dave Friend is still around, he might be the next yeah. head coach. I mean, I, you, you, they're, they're just they're, – they're as talented – uh, at the top as they are with players every year. And I marvel how little communities like Marine City can every year crank out guys that uh, are so athletic. Speed. Where do they get the speed? You, you can't teach speed, Brady. No, but, I don't but care. They have, they're, there's never a slow team in Marine City. No. like And like you said, I don't care how hard I could have trained my entire life. I never would have been a very fast football player. Like you can get you you have a level to how fast you can be. And these ceilings for it seems like every Marine City team they have three four guys that are just just fast. And that's not exclusive to Marine City. When we go to other schools, oh, and there's it's a St. Clair yeah, too. So yeah. I think it's the whole East, East China, China area. Yeah. yeah, but it's like you said, it's incredible how much team speed they have and again, that creates defensive nightmares for them uh, it's like you know i i go back a few years and and, and i think to myself oh when scarcelli played here i'm like oh they'll never have a kid that fast again yeah. and then uh they, they had wesley and then yeah, they had wesley, matheson, matheson and then they had dawson haney yeah. and now they've got charles tiger and i'm sure you missed three guys oh I, I i know i did um because it's it's just crazy uh the the just how fast they always seem to be and they're they're usually not very big and, and we've talked about this a couple of times in the program that's one of the things they, they felt they had to get better at but yet they're always tough uh and, and I, I don't know the, 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 again consistency is why they're so good and why they're so consistent at at winning but um they, they just do it year in and year out and and sometimes i do sit there and go why are these kids so fast and, and you you can go to, to some other place and, and they're lucky if they get one kid like that in 20 years. Yeah. Let's uh let's just go through their schedule real quick. We don't have to like do predictions or go game by or like what we think of each game, but let's just go through it. So they obviously open with St. Clair 
that's going to be a huge game. I mean, we talked about it with Coach Letson, Charles Tiger. Place is going to be a zoo. Well, it, it's fun because it's it's going to feel like a playoff atmosphere, don't you think? Because we've already talked about it. The crowd is going to be right. enormous that and night, or at least it, we and, think and, it's and going to be. And not for the kids as much, but for the fans and us, it's going to feel like a celebration, a celebration of the start of a normal football year, the celebration that we're back, bands back, cheerleaders are back, we're back to high school football. It's on a Friday night again, like I said, people are going to be back in the stands that's going to be a lot of fun. Now, a game that, just depending on the year, on how tough it would be, Southlake. That's their next game. I have no idea what Southlake is. Some years they can put up a lot of points. Some years they struggle to do anything. Well, my, my thing with that is in the years where Southlake has had good offense and can score, uh, they still haven't had enough defensively to, mm-hmm. to stop uh, – teams especially teams like marine city so and if it's a high scoring game again i'm going to bet on the mariner defense making one more stop than the other team and i'm going to bet on the mariner offense scoring one more touchdown than the other team oh yeah then not a lot of rest for a rivalry game marysville they're going to host the vikings uh a a sequel to the thriller last year and i mean probably one of the best games in in the in the storied rivalry, but Marysville, they're going to have a lot more question marks than Marine City does this year. Marie, or Marysville graduated a ton. Yeah, that's one of those teams, so when I mentioned in the last segment, I know Marine City's good. I know Crosslex is good. I know we're going to have other good teams, but I don't know who they are. Last year, going into the season with DeMarco Singleton, with Meyer with Smayfield, with Woodard, Lasher. with Lee, Lasher, Miller, Miller we knew Marysville was going to be good. All those names we just mentioned aren't going to be there this time nope. around. So now we have to find out who are those new guys for Marysville, and are they good now or are they going to be good next year? You know, what's right. the timetable on them and, and who's filling those holes? So that's when we get to Marysville camp, you know, we'll be wide-eyed and going, yeah. okay, what are we looking for here? Who's going to stand out? And not to say, I mean, you've seen plenty of examples. I'm sure there were there have been times in Marine City's history where they lose a bunch of kids, and you go, you know, they might take a step back, might be down, and then they go eight and one the next yeah. year, and it's like nothing ever changed. So that could be the case at Marysville. They might be just as good as they were last year, or they might be really down. Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah. And after they play Marysville, by the way, St. Clair Marys are going to be on our airwaves. Week four, they take on Warren Fitzgerald down there. That's another game that we said, I, I believe Fitzgerald has a new coach. They lost two of their better players from last year. But Fitzgerald has always, at least in the last five to ten years, has been a respectable. I don't think Marine City is going to blow the doors off of Fitzgerald. They might be the favorite, but I don't. I don't expect it to be a forty-five to nothing game. Oh, uh, they're always athletic, um, and they've scored a lot. They've in, got in, they've, like the last decade. They've really put up good numbers. And they've offensively. had size on the offensive yeah. line too. They've had beef on, in the front five. The other, the, the the again with them. The question is, can they make enough stops? Mm-hmm. And, and again, last year, if you switch the times they play Marysville and Marine City, Marysville might kind of handle Fitzgerald in Week One. Marine City might have had to battle for uh, the game in week four just because you could tell 
They didn't have a lot in their playbook, a new coach, a lot of unknowns. Then you go to week five and a game they might win 45 to nothing. I think they won it 30 to nothing last year uh, or 40 to nothing. Clintondale, that's going to be on our on our airwaves. Uh, Clintondale has been down and it's been a while since the Dragons have had uh, – uh, some success. Yeah, and, and you keep kind of wondering when are they going to be good again because they do have a tradition uh, at Clintondale uh, of being better usually more than they're bad. Yeah, and but that has not been the case uh, recently. Then Hazel Park, they go to, to play the other Vikings in the Mac Silver. One, I still don't know why Hazel Park's in the Mac, <laughs> but two – I don't know. They've really they, they, struggled since joining the Mac. They've given uh, they gave Marine City a, a fits for a quarter at least defensively, uh, but that's because they put like five or six guys on the line and said run through us. I gee, I mean, I don't know. That's a game I don't expect Marine City to have a ton of trouble with. But again, uh, I, you I don't I, know. There's yeah. especially especially down in Macomb and Wayne and Oakland counties. You'll get teams that get a new coach, and all of a sudden, there's a lot of new kids on that team. Well, what what are they? They have like one league win since joining yeah. the Silver or something like yeah. that. It's it's been a it's been tough for Hazel Park. Now, if this was 2017 or 2015, they play Madison. That's a game you would have circled on your calendar. Must watch. Recently, Madison is down, and they're a D7 team, and that's one thing we haven't really talked about, but. Madison and Clintondale are D7 teams. Now, it doesn't hurt Marine City as much as it would Marysville in the Max Silver, but that could be the difference, them playing two D7 teams between hosting a regional game or going back to to the Chicken City in Frankenmuth. Yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate, but that's part of the lower part of the, the MAC. The, the, the gold, silver, bronze aren't as consistent as the red, white, and blue in terms of being more balanced with uh, teams uh, in in the same classes playing in the same league. But it is what it is. And Madison, again, one of those schools, very small school, kind of like Marine City. But every now and again, they get classes of athletes through there. Uh, and and it can be tough. And I and I think regardless, it's if you've got to go there, it's a really tough. They went there last play. year and they they dominated. Yeah, they, I believe it's at home this year. It is what it is. Again, you'd never know. They kind of popped up out of nowhere during their last run too. Now their week eight game is a game you could put a blank check in front of me. And go Brady, call this game, and I would rip it up because they play Lincoln again in week <laughs> eight. And you, oh my god, you just god. hate Lincoln. Uh, no, just fa- you, you. You're well, sour about them. Lincoln. I, they made you late for a date once, and you hate them now. Yes, yes, they did <laughs> because Marine City. Just, okay, they were dominating, but they needed to dominate by one more point because they didn't get their playoff <laughs> game to running time. Lincoln's been a 500 team in the bronze. Marine City's basically been tattooed at first in the silver. They're one of those teams, that they're going to throw a lot, and you're going to sit there scratching your head going, why? Yeah. Why are they throwing on every down? Yeah. And then they, the, They've completed three of 20 attempts. Why are they throwing <laughs> on every down? And then the big one that we uh, – Talked about a few times. Notre Dame prep. It'll happen this year. 
and that will be the decider. I think that will be when you can really tell. I mean, Notre Dame prep has gone up and down throughout the years. Um, some years they're, you know, regional title contender. Some years they miss the playoffs. But that's still going to be a good test for this Marine City team in a good non-conference game they picked up. Well, it, it's a game. On our airwaves, by the way. Yeah, it's a game, too. Last year the Marine City people were really excited about that game preseason. Like mm. this time of the year, that's what they were talking uh, about um, and that's what they were really looking forward uh, to. And I know they wanted to play that game last year, but in hindsight, they really it was the, the right decision mm-hmm. to not play the game. Yeah. It might have cost them a home game against Frankenmuth, but it was the right decision to not play that game. It was, but you get it this year and – the, the non-conference, I mean, St. Clair, you're, I mean, okay, duh, pencil that in. So you have three others. Lincoln's just a crossover you get unless you really find someone else. And Southlake, those are two games that you're like, they're bronze opponents. Personally, I would have liked to see them get a second gold opponent because the gold has some good teams in it just to really see where they test or they line up, but it's – it's the MAC, and because you're in the silver, the bronze can't cross over down with anyone, so they have to go up twice, yeah. and that's the way it works out. Like, I mean, would I have loved to see uh, them take on who else is it? Warren Woods Tower, just to see where they stack up, a team that's usually better. Yeah, see them play even a Roseville would be a really fun game, but they're so much bigger. Um, yeah, those would have been fun, but. The Notre Dame prep game is a good one. You have the two rivalry games. And then Fitzgerald is a question mark, and I think Southlake could have had teams where they could give Marine City a run for their money. Well, we'll see. I just, again, maybe I'm a little cocky, uh, but I don't have anything to lose, though. Right. So I I look at that uh, schedule, and rivalry games, I think they're the favorite in both of their rivalry games this year. But I've seen enough rivalry games to know that don't, like, take it for granted, granted. I think they're going to win those games, but and, you better show up and, and, with and the play the right way. And if either Marysville or St. Clair have speed, which, again, some question marks, but you've seen games like that just become boat races each way where it's like, oh, touchdown, oh, kickoff return, oh, 80-yard run, oh, pick six, and then you're in the second quarter and it's 35-27. to 27. Yeah, I just uh, the the Notre Dame prep game is the one that I circle as that's the game that um, I call it fifty fifty mm-hmm. at this point going in without seeing either team play yet or, or knowing anything. And, and as that's the other thing, as the weeks go on, you, you, we will get more astute about what's going on. And you'll have a better idea about how that game will play out. But if the Mariners are Eight no going into that game. I will not be surprised at all. And if they have two losses, I think I'll be surprised. I do too. I'm not. Again, I mean, we can talk like that. We can look eight weeks ahead. But Coach Lesson and this team have the right idea. Go one and zero each week. I mean, and the other thing is, you you mentioned it before. It might take a quarter or two to get over the shock of playing with a big crowd. And especially, let's say they go out there and St. Clair hits the first big play. Well, it, that that roar of that crowd might 
knock you back for a second, and you you got to take that off. Big rivalry game. It's going to be a college atmosphere at that yeah. game. And, and, hey, we're here at practice today. This is the Mariners' first practice, and they're already thinking St. Clair. Oh, yeah. And you know, you know that – um, if we would have came, if they would have been the last stop on our tour, I mean, we just basically decided to work up the river, um, that they would be even more polished if we came uh, at the end of next week. Uh, this is actually, like, this is pretty sharp. This is pretty smooth. This doesn't look like a team out on the first day. Nobody, like, looks beat. Like, it's muggy out yeah. uh, today, and uh, the, the, the kids look in pretty good shape. I think I'm sweating more than some of those. Just kids sitting here, yeah. yeah. Like it's, yeah. you know, the 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 sun is already kind of high in the sky, and it's, you know, it, this is not an easy day to for a first practice. The breeze helps a little bit. You yeah, get a little breeze. Yeah, you can hear here. that in the microphone. Yeah, right but uh, I mean, when it's not blowing, it's kind of stale. Is the word I would yeah. use? Thick. And and these guys are are moving. Nobody looks out of breath. Nobody's like just gasping headed over to the sideline and like you said nobody really stands still in practice either here no no so and again it's it, practice is always easier when there's not pads on but um they'll they'll put the shells on wednesday we'll be at st Clair then um but anything else before we wrap this up no i i just uh, i i've enjoyed this i i this is something we wished we could have done last year and we planned on doing last year and then yeah covid happened yeah and all that. So, anyway, well, I want, one other thing that I do like just with the aesthetic of it, being on a grass practice field to start just felt right for high school football. And I love turf. Like, it's going to be fun at Marysville when we're on the turf there. But just being on fresh-cut grass, it feels like high school football is back. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, on Wednesday, we'll do this again. Uh, and we'll just head uh, down the – or up the road. Yeah, we're going to uh, be uh, moving up the road. Yeah. Go up King Road for a bit. <laughs> and uh, we'll be at uh, St. Clair, and uh, we'll uh, take a look at the uh, Saints. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited because this is going to be a, a quick, I think, uh, next three weeks here, and we'll have football on the air again. Yeah. Yeah, so St. Clair Wednesday, Marie, Mar- excuse me, Marysville. Jeez, there's going to be people in Marysville that are going to just come after me for that mistake. Marysville on Friday. Yeah. And um, PH next Monday. Uh, Northern's going to go up on Wednesday, and Croslex is going to come up, go up maybe on Friday. I don't know. The twentieth, our golf out and sign up for that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So fun first day. It's it, it's great to be back. Uh, and tell them about uh, Facebook and the Lions. Oh tickets. yeah, go to our Facebook page. You can win some Lions tickets. You have to share them um, either today or tomorrow. We will pull. We will uh, end the. Uh, Entries um, mid-afternoon tomorrow on the 10th. Yeah, the 10th. So, okay, cool. All right, we'll just say bye. Bye. High school football kicks off on August 26th, and Get Stuck on Sports will be there for all the action. Moe's with a spin move up the middle, breaks loose at the 30. Moe's to the 25, 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, dives for the goal line. It's a big red touchdown. 26 regular season games in nine weeks. Plus, playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes. 
playoffs, all on GetStuckOnSports.com. The place to be for high school football in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is Stuck on Sports. 